Wow. This week, just wow, things are happening. Mercury is retrograding and we have a big ass fresh start coming for you. And we're going to break down all of this and more. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. In today's episode, thank you for being here. I am Maddie Murphy, your cosmic consultant. Ooh, honey, it is getting messy and magical up in here. Can we just talk about, like, I have so much to break down, and if astrology isn't a real component, if you're new here, welcome. This is your cosmic energy report. We do two podcasts a week here up in the Cosmic Rx, and this one that comes out on Fridays is your astro weather report. It's helping you just understand what's going on in the planets with the luminary beings so you can just thrive and navigate and step into your highest and hottest self. So we're going to break down the astrology of the past week and some of the things that happen in the news that just make you shake your head and be like, wow. Then we're going to talk about the moon report, which is your emotional weather, your inner world. How do you navigate? And you know what? Yes. A lot of you commented, I didn't even realize that my emotional self changes every two and a half days. And it does, sweetie. That's why we do this because I didn't know that either. I used to just think I was a really unstable, unhinged bitch. And I am. But uh, also there's a rhyme and a reason to it. So we talk about that. Then I'm going to talk about planetary planning picking, you know, one or two of the biggest transits that we have coming up in the week ahead and what you can do to work with it, how you can harness that energy and what are the obstacles and opportunities that you need to be aware of. So before I get into all of that, how the hell are we? How are we doing? Mercury has officially gone retrograde. We are in full on Libra stellium energy, sun, Mercury, Mars, all in the sign of the scales, all acting in the archetype of the sacred activist. We're feeling it. I am doing great. Thank you so much for so many of you sending beautiful notes of blessings and congratulations to my baby sister, Jenny Murphy, honey. It was her wedding last weekend. I highly recommend getting married during Libra season. I did it last year. It's just a good time. It's a great time to initiate, you know, the energetic bonds of a relationship, of marriage. I, you know, if you're into that, won't talk about it on this podcast, but I was not always convinced that marriage was for me. So if you're like, "Mm, I'm good on that, Maddie, I totally see you. I hear you. I feel you. But Libra season, what a time to celebrate. We had a blast. The wedding was There are two fire signs and they basically transformed their backyard from like a wild, brambly, tick infested, wooded area when they moved in a few years ago. And they spent the past two years specifically really transforming this property. But 
the thing that I just kept feeling leading up to the wedding, was like the land was just so happy. The land was so happy. And it had been sort of like suffocated by dead pine needles, had been neglected. Things were overgrown. And they did what I consider is like, you know, really being an earth keeper. It's like not like, oh, just cutting down all the trees and putting in a lawn and just being obsessed with having a green lawn. It was more like, you know, taking out certain trees that were blocking light from other plants, but leaving certain trees and really respecting like the ecosystem. My brother-in-law you know, has that as his background. He studied out in California at Santa Barbara. It was just really cool to have a celebration that was like our family is and friends, but I literally like couldn't stop feeling like the land was just humming and like the land felt so loved and beautiful. And I just want to maybe the Taurus full moon, I'll talk about it in the eclipse season, but it's very important. Like your land that you live on, you know, we don't own land. We don't, we get to you, we get to live on it. We get to build our lives on it. So I just recommend wherever you are, like creating a sacred relationship with the land you're on, asking for its permission, listening to it, loving it, giving it offerings, protecting it. And you'll see like the land shows up. We were so worried about rain because the whole wedding weekend was outdoors. And I was like, mm, no, the land's good. Our, our grandma, our ancestors, I know like my uncle George in heaven, everyone's like pulling their weight, but I'm like the land, the land's going to turn it out for us. And sure enough, she did. So just a little side note, something I thought we could all t- take away and something that like, uh, really, I'm only just learning this, you know, for myself the past few years, but look to indigenous cultures. They've been doing this from the get-go. We have so much to learn from them. And this is my sales pitch for more indigenous leadership as we move out of 2021. And that's on that. So are there announcements? What are the announcements? Well, the Cosmic Fit Club doors just closed on September 30th, but we have some other offerings for you all, the daily text messaging is coming back. So if you miss your daily texts, you can text the Cosmic RX number premium if you want to get the link to the daily text, or you can just go to our website, Cosmic RX. You'll see it there, how to sign up for a subscription. I believe it's going to be $11 a month and you can get texts every day. And you can also get access to the exclusive horoscopes that I write for everyone for this season. And again, if you don't have that number, it's 917-708-7248. You can text that premium. Or if you just want free texts, we're still going to send them out weekly. So but I know a lot of you, especially people who are content creators, are coaches, teachers, healers in their own right, you've been using that to share with your communities and to make content from it, to make posts and art and wallpaper backgrounds and doing all sorts of creative things with it. And I love that. And we want to provide that for you to have that keep going. If you're in the Cosmic Fit Club, that's included in your membership. And then we also have on our website, another subscription where you can get the affirmations, the horoscopes, and you can get the access to the guide to the season that I write. It has your horoscope for the month ahead, but also like the breakdown of everything happening in the planets, moon ritual guide, you know, where the new moon is going to affect you in your chart. There's any sort of retrograde or eclipses going on that's included in there. So you can check that out on the website. If you're someone like me who likes to know the dates, like in the beginning of the season and um, have it all, write it all down, circle it in the calendar, add it to my, you know, iCal, my Google Cal, that's there for you. All right. We're just trying to get more things out there to support you in your cosmic empowerment journey. And also finding more ways for those of you so that you want to support us. So 
that's all up. We're very excited. Stay tuned. We have some more exciting things rolling out. The Notes from Your Higher Self deck is back. If you missed that first run, check it out. We have we reprinted it. Those are going fast. But we also have this fall, we're going to be announcing some fun courses and workshops on everything from you know building your intuition to setting boundaries to understanding your Saturn return. So it's very, very exciting. Lots going on here. Education, empowerment, entertainment, excitement, enthusiasm, all E-words happening over here. What other announcement? Ratings and reviews. Y'all, thank you so much for all of your ratings. Keep them coming. I just picked my Virgo season winner. When they respond, I will drop their name here too. So you all know I actually do this. It's not just made up. <laughs> and then if you if it's not you, you can still be entered to win for the Libra season. So we take all the ratings and reviews and we take out anyone's name who's already won, put them in a little we screenshot them or type them into this little, what's that thing called? Like now that we have a lot of names, we've just been adding it to this like spreadsheet and this thing like picks it automatically. So if you are like submitted like two months ago, you're still in the running. And if you haven't submitted, then, you know, keep going. It's cumulative is the word I'm looking for here. It's cumulative. Thank you. Just thank you for your support. The podcast numbers keep growing glowing, going up. I haven't checked the downloads this week because I'm just coming out of this wedding energy, but the amount of DMs I've been getting and from people who just have been really like moved by the podcast or using it to spark interesting conversation in their friend groups or with their clients or with their family, it just means so much to me. I'm so happy to have you here. It's like my freaking dream come true. I found all my witchy weirdos, my modern mystics, my cosmic baddies, and we're doing the damn thing. Speaking of doing the damn thing, shit happened this week. Libra season was coming in hot. Okay, so a little precursor. You know a lot, if you listen to my Sacred Activism episode, a lot of you reached out really enjoying that, saying it was one of your favorite episodes, which was really cool to me because there's a lot of things we do here. We're all about like confidence, bad bitch energy, we're all about living in alignment and you know, working with the moon and the planets and the cycles. We're all about like healing, wholeness, you know, stepping into your fullest self. But we always say like we want to teach you to create space through ritual, through time, through listening to yourself, through meditation, breath work. And we want to help you take up space. That's like that cosmic baddie, bad bitch life, owning yourself, owning your most confident, charismatic, authentic self, using your voice sharing your art. But then we say the third thing that we really want everyone to do here is hold space for someone else. Whether that's learning how to hold space for your friends, family, holding space for someone in circle in your community, but like holding space for like bigger things, being an advocate. Spirituality is all about becoming unencumbered, becoming fully liberated within yourself. But then so you can hold unencumbered space for the liberation of others and see other humans without your projections and know that like we are not free until all of us are free. So sacred activism and social justice and just advocacy is such a huge like the foundation of everything we want to come back to. So it was really cool to hear all of you really enjoy that episode. It means a lot to us. And then then I was like, coming off of that, I was like, if astrology isn't real, then why did this Mercury retrograde 
in Libra, in the sign of the scales, social justice, balance, equity, come in so hot. The week started off right with Mercury Retrograde with R. Kelly. R. Kelly found guilty across all counts. Eight counts, there's racketeering, eight counts of transporting people across state lines for immoral purposes, and the charges were tied to accusations of sexual abuse by six people. And I just, first of all, want to say thank you. I'm, I'm going to cry, but the strength and vulnerability it takes to speak out against any sexual abuser, anyone who's done that to you, it's so scary. And then to do it on such a main stage and to have, I am just freaking blown away by people on the internet who still defend R. Kelly, like vehemently. I'm like, are you, even after that documentary came out, that was like so hard for me to physically watch. I was, I had to like turn it off in doses. I was watching with my husband, my life wizard, and I was feeling like physically sick watching that. It was so upsetting. And, you know, this whole case was really like the intersection of, I think, massage and noir, like the way society treats women and specifically black women when it comes to this, in this arena, the way that they try to shame and blame black women. And it, I actually read an article, it was like the defense attorney used a specific strategy to prop up famous men and to really like, I don't know what you want to call it, slut shame or say that the victims and the fans were trying to exploit R. Kelly. Like, are you kidding me? Saying they're opportunists looking for fame and money. And it was all part of it. And it's, again, I think that this has been, you know, for hundreds of years, there have been both formal, legal, and informal cultural, social barriers to women, especially black women, getting justice as rape victims. And the fact that this finally happened, I was like shaking. I know I love pop culture. I, not because of pop culture. I really give no shits about R. Kelly. I do love Britney, how that's talk about. But to me, pop culture is our collective archetype. We see and we understand the trends, the ebbs and flows, the evolution or the going backwards in our society through you know, the things that happen on the main stage, through politics and pop culture. So when I see this happen, when I saw what happened with R. Kelly, it just felt like, okay, like we've pushed through a certain, there's a long way to go, but we've pushed down one barrier. We've pushed down one wall. We've burned something down and we did that together. And we did that through storytelling and through social media and through saying like enough is a fucking enough. And we did it because of the bravery and the vulnerability and just the complete badass warrior spirits of those victims. So I want to say thank you for that. And I love that this happened with, you know, the sun, Mars, Mercury teaming up in Libra. And I imagine them sort of like these superheroes with like their, you know, armor on their shield and they're going back. Mercury's like, we're going back and we're going to see all the shit that's been hung out there, all the, all the injustices, let's end out the year and let's clean them up. And a lot of you, I've been saying that on the podcast, in our community, I mentioned it in the astrology of 2021 webinar. I was like, Mercury and Libra is ending the year. It's like the last retrograde. They've all been in air signs. And Mercury retrograde in Libra is like not coming to play. It's like, what are the things that are left out there? So I'm interested to see 
what's going to happen with the Texas abortion bill. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen in Congress. I'm very interested what's going to happen with stories like Gabby Petito. I just think, I mean, so many other stories. I, those are just ones that came off the top of my head. You know, where's like the universe not, we're not taking this open-ended shit into 2022. And the R. Kelly astrology, which is interesting about it is he was formally charged in 2019. So this is why we study astrology is to understand patterns and phases and cycles. And to also, for me personally, why I love astrology is to trust your divine timing, trust timing. A lot of us are very impatient. We think that the universe operates on our timeline. And when it comes to justice being served, or even just the things, you know, finding your partner, living out your dream life, finding a job that you adore, having babies, there's all just things that we have to trust the timing, okay? Because this, in 2019, there was, on January 6th, a solar eclipse that hit exactly conjunct his natal sun and his natal Mercury in Capricorn. That eclipse was at 15 degrees. His sun and Mercury is at 17 degrees. And you know what else it did besides hitting that, which is his identity, his thoughts, exposing something? It activated the square to his Mars in Libra. Yep, there's that Mars in Libra again. And that was exactly at 17 degrees Libra. Okay, so then flash forward, you know, 2020, he had the great Capricorn convergence happening all on his, you know, all, all the Capricorn in his chart. Then he's a Gemini rising. And then we had those Sagittarius Gemini eclipses that started in May of 2020. So the eclipses exposed, especially Gemini exposing the other side of him, his identity to the outside world was really lovable. And, you know, people adored him. And it was like these eclipses just started opening that and chipping away at it. And then now, you know, the day the news came out, it was like Pluto in Capricorn was squaring his Mars and Libra, you know, bringing out the shadow, bringing things to justice. And it's like, there's an unfolding that happens. And when you watch the astrology, it's actually like beautiful poetry and there's a rhythm to it. But in the moment, it could feel like, God damn it, this, he's never going to be brought to justice. This is going on way too long, which I also totally sympathize with. But I also just like to point out, there is a natural order to things, but astrology is awareness of the divine rhythms and then our invitation to take sacred action. So we did it. We did it. They did it. We did it. We're cheering them on. Um, that was huge. And then, of course, the other Libra stellium, Justice news that came out was Brittany. Brittany is free. Oh, such a beautiful day. I'm definitely expecting to see some music from Brittany in 2022, not in a pressured way, but I just think Brittany, um, you know, based on the court's order, she is going to be free for her 40th birthday coming up. So if you missed it, if you're living under a rock, the judge freed Brittany from the father's control saying that the singer is going to be without Jamie Spears' oversight on her finances for the first time since 2008 after a judge ruled that the current situation is not tenable, a.k.a. fucking ridiculous. You know, I want to pray prayers of protection over Britney that someone else doesn't try to come in and pull the same shit. I think, Britney, there's going to be some fallout from this definitely through 2022, but then I think we're going to see a really strong, creative, force of nature version of Brittany coming out. And I've said it before in the podcast, Brittany is sort of an archetype and a parallel for like how the patriarchy really treats 
strong feminine energy. And so this win feels big for her, but it feels big for all of us. And I just want to say that the eclipses that have been going on, that Gemini Sag eclipses are also you know, affecting Brittany. And we have the last, the closing out, the last of these eclipses, uh, the Sag eclipses will be December 19th. And that begins a new story. So a new story for Brittany will begin then. I also really appreciate that all of this Libra stellium is on her rising. So this Mercury retrograde, Mars, Sun, on her ascendant, on her identity, sense of self, how she's perceived her, you know, her outward facing self. So a new identity is emerging. And I love that it's uh, her dad's second Saturn return. And Saturn return time is time to pay the piper. If you are not acting in accordance, if you're out of integrity, Saturn will find you. So thank you to Jamie's second Saturn return for also making this possible. So that is huge. I, again, I love Brittany. She deserves this. I had said that after that, the double Aquarius full moons, pay attention, big things were going to happen. You know, we had Jamie, the dad dropped the conservatorship, his first step in it. Then they got engaged. She got engaged to Sam. Now this, there we go. Rule of three. We're loving it. If astrology isn't real, then why the fuck? Now let's talk about, um, there's so much I want to talk about, but I'm going to try and limit myself. The last big thing for the week, the last big news was an article that came out um, that said the U.S. will be out of money on October 18th. So if you missed it, the Treasury Department said, I'm laughing, but it's just, I'll explain why I'm laughing in a second. The Treasury said that the U.S. could run out of cash to pay bills if Congress doesn't act on the debt ceiling. There's so many things happening here with this. It was in a letter from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Listen, there's two things. One thing I think that's happening here is like, a lot of people on Twitter said, like, where's all this money? Because our social welfare programs, our healthcare, we only got, we got like two stimulus checks. Yes, we got unemployment, but like, where, where's all this money going? And it almost feels like they're warning us, like, hey, like, don't ask for anything else. They said it was like when your mom and dad just tell you they're broke, so you don't ask for things. That was one thing I saw on Twitter. But the other thing that I want to address, and I've talked about it here, I don't know the exact date of the episode. But I was talking about this fall, get prepared for some economic crisis collapse, but know that it's ultimately happening to make way for something better for us. I talked about in our community. So interesting. This is why an astrologer, your eyes bug out of your head because I saw that headline and I'm like, October 18th, no shit. That's the day, the last day of Mercury retrograde. So it's going to be our time to like, yep, something's happening, Mercury retrograde the last day, reviewing what's been going on with their finances. And then it's a month before, probably more importantly than that, it's the month before the Scorpio-Taurus eclipses happen. We're in the Gemini-Sag axis. Those eclipses began June 5th, 2020. So these are the themes of travel, community, air travel, neighborhoods, learning things, schools, socializing have all been cult behavior, ideologies have all been shaken and stirred up. And those very much tied into the COVID-19 pandemic, right? Countries closing their borders, restricted air travel, like a huge explosion of social media, uh, shelter in place orders, social distancing. We're coming out of those in December is the end. Now, the next two and a half years is all going to be economic reform, okay? November 18th is going to begin the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse series. It's going to go until October 2023, 
this is going to be a birth of a new financial system. So I don't know that could be anything from, you know, more cryptocurrency moving away. It's also going to affect land and commercial real estate, how we're paid. So I just thought it was an eclipses for those of you uh, who are new here, eclipses, we start to feel them the month before the eclipse. It's like the portal opens. So that date felt very significant. And I think that we're going to learn about this new financial system We're going to understand what it means. It's going to be something, I think, very communal, mutual aid, or at least people gathering together to kind of dictate. I love what just happened in Berlin. You can look up the stories about the landlords. People overrode the landlords in Berlin. Again, these stories of like very, you know, Saturn, Jupiter, and Aquarius, we the people. There's more of us than there is of them. And it's really time for corporations and big banks and big pharma and lobbying groups to sit the fuck down and shut up and listen to us and be like, this is not okay. This is not okay that in the course of this pandemic alone, the world's billionaires got richer by $3.9 trillion and workers lost $3.7 trillion. And women in Gen Z saw the biggest of those losses. Make that make sense to me. That's just over. We done. The US gave like $146 billion in missile defense funding funding and bilateral assistance through 2020. The US military budget is like 700, like $707 billion. What the hell? That is not okay. And we need to let people know in power that this is not okay, this capitalist system has gone on a a little too long. It's a little bit unchecked. And we know that we're in the Saturn return of the internet. We know we're in the Pluto return of our country. So big things, big things happening. Also, someone I wanted to point out other, you know, if astrology isn't real news, we have some good Libra season activations happening. There is a rally for abortion justice on October 2nd. There's rallies in every state. There's like 539 of them. You can go look at the hashtag rally for abortion justice to understand the calls to action and how to get involved. Fuck yeah, Libra season. I love that. And there is a nationwide strike of all labor on October 15th, 2021. This is just, I recommend if any, if you can, to not go into work that day, to strike. If you are someone who, you know, gets paid by the hour, I understand it's hard but also there are funds out there that you can ask for help from. Or if you are someone who gets paid time off, you can donate a day's pay to these funds to support people so that they can take the day off. But guys, together, we got to do this. That day, I am not going to be working. I'm going to be donating some money to some of these mutual aid funds. And we got to get it done. Let's get loud. Let's get together. Let's show this world that we are not messing around this Libra season. All right, so that's on that. Last thing I thought was funny, it's a little lighter, one on a lighter note, but um, if astrology isn't real, then why did Libra M&M open a restaurant on a Cancer Moon Day called Mom's Spaghetti, okay? I mean, the moon, Cancer, all about feeding people, all about the mother, like, how is this real? So that's in Detroit, go check it out. He surprised fans. That was my happy little if astrology isn't real moment. Now, who wants to talk about the moon? Who wants to talk about the moon, the inner emotional weather of the week? Me, I sure as heck do. Okay, so starting off, the day this podcast comes out, 
the moon will be in Leo on Friday. So I want you to take up space. I want you to share your light these days. I want you to do something that's amplifying your vitality, play, be seen, be heard, create, just doing something that really makes you feel warm. I feel like sunshine and that is healing to your inner child too. And that goes through Saturday. We love a moon and Leo weekend. Have fun, dress up, you know, bust out some watercolors, go to like an outdoor sculpture park and just play, do a photo shoot, have fun. We want to look out for Friday and Saturday being overly like fixed, letting the pride get in our pride, get in the way of things or noticing where we're like almost picking at something to try and be dramatic or to have a little drama. Remember that life, (laughs) sometimes if you're addicted to drama, I need you to remember that when life is calm and your relationships are good, it can feel boring, but that's just because they're free of drama. That's a good thing. Let yourself get used to this feeling and seek out that excitement and that passion through healthier outlets, okay? So coming from someone who is definitely addicted in a few drama triangles in my day, still get in them. Trust me, it's you don't need to reach for drama, all right? So those are for those days. Then we have the Sunday moon moves into Virgo. Um, so Sunday, Monday, moon and Virgo days. These are great days to get your shit together, to be clear, to do some writing, to take good care of yourself, to maybe like Moon and Virgo days. I like to schedule just some me time, some self-care, cook for myself, you know, get the smoothies out, the lemon water, the tongue scraping, the coconut oil those days, Um, clear out some clutter, catch up on some like emails, those like open-ended things. It'll feel really good. And then Moon and Virgo days, I also want you to look out for being really hard on yourself though. Avoid really harsh self-criticism. Avoid where you may feel like you're not doing enough and just just notice that, know that you're noticing details that no one else knows. Be gentle and also just try to avoid analysis paralysis those days, okay? Figure out the rhythms, the systems, the structures that you need to get something started and know that you have to just take it, you know, one step at a time. Okay. You don't have to have it all figured out. Then that brings us to our Libra moon days, Tuesday, Wednesday, the new moon goes exact on Wednesday at 7.05 AM. I'm going to talk about what that means more in the planetary planning, but then we'll just close out with a Thursday is the moon in Scorpio after 10.20 AM. So Thursday, you're going to get a little moon and Scorpio vibes. And so just know you may feel sort of intense, sultry, secretive, mysterious. This is a great time to go in and sort of do and excavate the soul, the imagination, go deep into some creative work. Moon and Scorpio days, I like to close out the outside world if I can, like be a little bit in my creative cave, but also know that these are days like they're going to pull you into your underworld. So you might feel a little angsty, you might need to like sulk a little or like let yourself be with your emotions and that's fine. Just make sure that you're not like, you know, flashing out that stinger at someone, that Scorpio stinger. Also pay attention to your dreams those days, moon and Scorpio days, okay? And see what's coming up specifically around like your subconscious, what you fear, what you're attached to. There may be a hint at where you're giving away your power to someone or some situations and how you can take it back. 
Yes, love that. Okay, so let's talk about planetary planning. The big transit for this week is, of course, like I just mentioned, the new moon in Libra. So yay, it's the first new moon in October. It's practical magic. It's spooky. It's witchy season. We love it. So I would definitely make some time to really drop into some ritual, into some sacred ceremony. October 6th, we are going to drop into the third to last new moon of 2021, and it's going to be in the sign of Libra. So this will be adding another Libra luminary body, strengthening the stellium, because we're going to have the sun, Mercury, Mars there, and now the moon. We are going to feel a really big pull in the element of air, like a fresh breeze, a new beginning, a new way of thinking, a new mindset, new ideas, new inspiration about especially like relationships in our life and balance. And this strong element of air is also really going to like stir up the winds of change. Okay. Trust where you're being guided to open your mind. Where are there new possibilities, new opportunities? Like you ever go into a house that's been like closed up for a while And then you open up some windows and it's like, oh, the whole house like breathes easier and everything like just starts flowing through it. This is what I want you to think about in this new moon. Okay. And then I want you to drop in and set some intentions. You can look at where you have Libra in your chart to better understand the new beginning of this Libra new moon. And we have all of that in our special energy report on our website if you like want it to be written out for you where it's going to be affecting you based on your sun and rising. But if you look to where Libra's in your chart, specifically around 13 degrees, I want you to, okay, like this is where you're being asked to start a new beginning, a new partnership, a new collaboration, where you're looking to set an intention around like tapping into more equilibrium to fuel your expansion. In general, the themes for this new moon are balance, relationships, integration, truth, justice, peace, harmony, conscious partnerships, commitment, truth. So I really want you to take some time. We note that the new moons, when the sun and moon land uh, line up, create like a dark soil in the sky. And it's a time to plant a seed that will be nurtured and to bloom and blossom over the next six months. So this is the time to set intentions around, I would say specifically, like I said, partnerships, collaborating, but let's take it one step further, romantic relationships and money. Okay. Getting laid, getting paid. Why us astrologers will always be in business is because those are the things most people have questions about. When am I getting laid? How much am I getting paid? Where's love? Where's my next job? Where's my abundance? Where's my, you know, falling in juicy, juicy, magical love with someone? So the new moon in Libra is a really fun time to call in conscious relationships, romance, abundance, prosperity. This new moon is really is tightly conjunct Mars and it's quincunx Uranus, quincunx Uranus. And this is means that there's kind of this urgency to balance our relationships and to rectify something. But I'm going to say it here. I'm going to contradict myself. Balance is a myth. Everyone in the spiritual field is like, find balance, tap into balance. Like it's really hard to find a perfect balance in life. I think you've all felt that, right? Like if you look at the wheel of the Zodiac, that's like the balance, you know, all the things we need to do as a person. We're usually doing a lot of things well, but like it's hard to get be in balance, meaning maybe your business is really busy and thriving, 
So your relationships are taking a little bit of backseat or maybe your business and your relationships are going really well, but then your time alone and time with self and self-care or maybe time for your family is like lacking a little bit. That's fine. I want you to think about instead of like balance, which can actually, I think the use of that in our vernacular can create more stress and do more harm than it does good. I want you to think about the words harmony and alignment, harmony, I'm not a musician, so apologies if I butcher this musical analogy, but harmony, it's like the notes of a song. They move together, they work. It doesn't have to be a perfect balance, but they're working. It feels good, it's flowing, it sounds good, it makes you move and groove, there's a rhythm. And then alignment. I love the word alignment. It's like one of my favorite energies to be like, yes, I want to live in alignment, which is just where there's an ease, where there's a flow and alignment needs, you know, clarity of your intention and your vision and your values. And then you need to match your words, thoughts, behaviors, and actions to that, those intentions, those visions, and those values, and then allow yourself a little grace within that. And I really find that that is sort of the recipe for living in alignment, but also noted that we're never going to strike a perfect balance. It's not, we're not a static being we're not like a balancing of a plate so that we just stay there forever. Life happens in seasons and cycles. And sometimes I think a lot of us can feel this. And this came up a lot with my clients this week is that growth, when you grow and you expand, you kind of have to allow yourself to get knocked way out of balance. And then this is actually how you challenge yourself and be like, okay, this is where I need to, like, um, I was talking to one of my clients this week who just got an amazing job, but she's been really busy. So she knew that she was taking care of herself enough or now, you know, she needed to get a new car because her job needed her to, you know, commute in and out of the city. And it was creating a lot of stress, but it was like, that's actually good. That's just the feeling of you know, your, your world's expanding. And then you need to take a step back and pull in and be like, Hey, now what do I need? It's the same thing. If you're calling in love or conscious partnership, there's going to be a moment of like chaos a little bit where you fall in love. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, I'm negotiating two people's emotions. What? And I'm negotiating two people's schedules and two people's needs. And that's fine though. Just bring it back into balance. It's like, okay, what do we need to do? What do I need to step back into more harmony and alignment? So just noticing where over the past few months that maybe things have gotten knocked off a little bit, what do you need to bring back in to feel like more, more aligned, more harmonious? Okay. And really like, what is your truth? What is your truth? What's the thing you come back to over and over again? Now more than ever, I need everyone to take time to plug into your personal truth, not the truths that you read on Instagram, all the multiple versions of truths out there. Finding your authentic truth is like finding the base of like a seesaw or the base of the scales that we use to represent Libra season. It's like the fulcrum. It's the beam that holds the two plates. When you can tap into your own truth, you know how to bring things back into center. And Libra season and new moon in Libra, it's air. So we do need a certain amount of like neutrality, detached observation, analytical thinking to help us find equilibrium. So I want you to observe yourself like with that kind of detached arms length observation. Where do I need more balance? If I'm calling in a partner, where do I need to actually bring more harmony in my life to make room for that partner? If I want to call in more abundance, like where do I need to actually bring things, you know, a little bit more into harmony so I can call in that abundance. Okay. This is the time to readjust. And this is the time to like 
honor our growth cycles of expansion and contraction and just use this moment to like bring it all in, okay? And Mars is there helping you. Mars is in tight conjunction with this new moon helping you like a warrior, pushing you towards this. And so we're applying this to our relationships, our relationship with ourself. And I want you to also put pen to paper on this new moon, write out like three intentions, things you want to call in around these areas, around these new moon themes. And then we get to just let it go after the new moon. You get to figure out those are the seeds. You plant them. We don't need to dig them up. We don't need to study them or inspect them, but we get to water and fertilize them. And you figure out, you know, what's the self-care that you need to water and fertilize those seeds so you can stay in alignment. Is that, you know, your self-care practice? Is that journaling? Is that meditation? Is that doing your affirmations? Is that, you know, making sure you have quiet time for yourself before bed? Is that cooking for yourself? Is that having boundaries? That's why we have like our cosmic fit club. It's sort of like we set those seeds of intentions together on the new moon. And then all month we have breath work and coaching and healing sessions and movement classes and human design workshops to just help you be like, all right, how am I just, I can trust that the universe is taking those seeds and doing something with them. And then how do I just water them and fertilize them and, you know, shine some of my light on them so that they can grow. So that is the new moon in Libra. There are other things. If you want the more breakdown of like other planetary transits happening, you can check that out in our special energy report on our website. You can subscribe to that. I try and keep it high level here because I like to keep these 30 to 45 minutes. So that's what I'm going to leave us for today. And I just want to say, I am so ready for this revolution. I just want to commend all of you for being a part of it. More peace, more love, more equity, more freaking justice for all. And may I mention, I'm so happy it's autumn because my favorite season is the fall of the patriarchy, y'all. All right, babes, have a great week. Go slay. Dry up them to my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy. Let me know how everything resonates with you. Tag us in posts at the Cosmic RX, and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.